0: From the south and east of the northwest, the land of trees and rivers, it's Anchor Persons with Gene and Greg Person. Anchors weigh you down. Cut loose with your news. Here's Gene and Greg. Ladies and gentlemen, this
1: is Anchor Persons.
0: Episode 58, this is going to be the last of the relaxed approach episodes. We're feeling maybe it's a little too casual, so we're going to try a new hybridized approach starting next week.
1: Yeah, it it turns out that uh, jokes are funnier if you think about them for two seconds first.
0: That'll be fun. Let's get right on into the news. So this is a fun story. Uh, as it turns out, the premise of the film The Core is actually potentially true. The Earth's core is cooling too fast, much Why? faster than than they had uh, expected. And, you know, obviously that's dangerous because if you don't have a molten core, you don't have a magnetic field. Right, exactly. Um, And the magnetic field is what keeps us safe from solar flares and all that solar radiation stuff. So the good news is the core won't cool, you know, completely within our lifetime or even... You know, future generations, lifetimes, several generations on. We'll have plenty of opportunities to, to fuck up this planet before this ever happens. And we're well on our way. But this is this was a real I, I saw this story and I was like, apocalypse. Wow.
1: So when do they expect the Earth's magnetic field to fail?
0: It doesn't say it doesn't say exactly when they expect it to fail. But it does say, you know, it won't happen in our generation or the immediate generations following us.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to have to do some more research on this because, you know, global apocalypses are something of a hobby that we share. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're both still rooting for that Yellowstone super volcano. You know,
0: I'm, I, I'm just hoping if an apocalypse comes, it's quick.
1: Yeah, that I, I am I, in the
0: kill zone, you know?
1: I don't want it to be dragged out forever because... You know, starving to death, freezing to death. That all sounds really uncool. Yeah. Let me just, you know, watch the explosion, travel across the horizon, and obliterate me, please. Yeah, for sure. Have you been seeing all of these uh, these quote-unquote labor shortages that have been caused by Omicron and, and various other conditions? The, the yeah. kind of lengths that people are going to—not people— that companies are going to to try and maintain the status quo has been really funny to me. Yeah. Um, For example, you've got states where um, National Guard uh, troops and public employees are being asked to serve as substitute teachers uh, because the teachers are getting sick and they're not coming to work. Um, So that's good because this... Prove something that I've said all along. Literally anybody can and should be a teacher.
0: I don't agree with that at all.
1: It is a a job that uh, requires no training. That's why you can do it (laughs) straight out of high school.
0: Um. (laughs) Okay, so this is
1: sarcasm. This is what is known as sarcasm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um. And, you know, and it's not just the teachers. There was a one I saw recently where they're trying to deal with the supply chain shortage by Mm -hmm. um, letting 18 year olds drive big rigs. Sure. Sure. The the law says you got to be at least 21 to drive a semi, but um, they're Mm -hmm. saying, well, 18 is good enough. I mean, these people are trainees.
0: I was driving a semi a fair amount of the time. By the time I was 14.
1: No shit. Right. That's why you got to always have a book in your lap. Yeah, I mean, I do love reading, but not that much.
0: Tight pants not your friend.
1: <laughs> nah, man, you want you want some loose sweats?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, or maybe some really heavy jeans. Although, fortunately,
0: that's the period, and this is gonna date me so severely. But the period at which I was of, you know, sort of around that age, was about the time that MC Hammer was super popular. So. <laughs>
1: Oh, so you got to wear hammer? pants. I got to wear That's the hammer dope.
0: pants, yeah. And I mean, you can hide a boner in hammer pants, no problem.
1: You can hide a Louisville Slugger in <laughs> hammer pants,
0: right? So, you know, we've we've talked a little bit, a fair amount, I guess, on this podcast about U.S. Senate M- Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh-huh. the uh, Kentucky Senator. He successfully led an effort this week to block the John Lewis Voting Rights bill that was sort of telegraphed along it was never going to pass and he came out publicly and made a comment on the bill and it's it's interesting the specific words that he used would you like to hear it
1: yeah i reckon so i I believe i have a journalistic obligation
0: well the concern is misplaced because if you look at the statistics african-american voters are voting in just as high a percentage as americans
1: That doesn't surprise me, but I mean, that's it.
0: So if you're, if you're black, you should know that Mitch McConnell considers you an equal participant in democracy to an American.
1: Well, this is very much like uh, Biden's uh, poor kids are just as smart as white kids comment. Um, Right. Right. And it's when you're a thousand fucking years old, words don't matter anymore. You just, they just fall out of your mouth hole. I don't care what they have to say anymore. I mean, you know, they they want to pass legislation that makes it harder for people to vote. They're doing it all over the country. And the people mm-hmm. they're trying to stop from voting, we know who they are and we know why. So, I guess what I'm saying is, fuck Mitch McConnell. Just
0: yeah. Well, fuck them fuck all. Fuck them really. all.
1: I would say he of all, of all the of all the politicians who should get fucked though he should he should get fucked a little more
0: i mean he's he's an evil bastard like he is anyone who prides himself on being kind of a machiavellian type you, you just can't stand that kind of person you know oh well, he's
1: a pure sociopath and he's he, well in lighter news okay now i want to preface this for our more sensitive listeners this story starts with a dog in danger, but it's going to be okay. Okay. So Millie was a and is a Jack Russell Whippet cross who got stuck in some mud flats. And
0: oh. police,
1: firefighters and coast guard had all tried to get her out of these mud flats, right? But she was she was running away further away into the mud flats. They were very worried about her. So this is the solution they came up with. They get a drone, and they tie a sausage to the drone, and then they fly the drone in the direction that they want Millie to go.
0: (laughs) It's a cartoon. It worked,
1: though, because dogs love sausages. Of course they do, as anybody would. So... I, I love it when cartoon logic checks out in real <laughs> right. life well i mean if you put a drone if you put a sausage on a drone and flew it by me i'm gonna follow it at least for a little while
0: right i mean i'm gonna check ins- at least until i realize that i've already crossed over the threshold of the cliff floor and my feet are actually standing on See, that's
1: why i never look down ever because you know if you don't know you'll be fine
0: So, back to heavy news for a moment. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is pushing a bill to protect white people from guilt about their racist past.
1: Right. I I saw this. You can sue now if, as a white person, you experience discomfort when other people talk about racism.
0: So, first of all, like I've seen a lot of photos of DeSantis circulated with this story. And every one of them makes him look like a garbage pail kid all grown
1: up. He does look just like a little turd, doesn't he?
0: I mean, this is right along the lines with what the Texans tried to do for abortion. It's the same tactic in terms of allowing lawsuits for... Basically allowing frivolous lawsuits as long as you're the right color. And, you know, have the right beliefs, I guess. I don't know.
1: Well, and ultimately, I don't I don't think this one's going to go all the way, but Yeah. Still, like, it never stops you know, these people, they never stop to consider, am I being a piece of shit right now? Because they don't have to. No, because they know. They know they're pieces of shit. See, and, and this is the thing that I try to explain to people. You can't, you can't Educate people away from this It's not because they don't know They know exactly what they are They love that shit Some people are just going to be naturally shitty They can probably become less shitty If they try to cultivate themselves a little bit Um, But they're always going to be a little bit shitty And some people are just so naturally shitty That nothing's ever going to make them change Because the truth is being shitty doesn't feel bad. It should. You would think it would. But one of yeah. the defining characteristics of being a piece of shit is that you don't care. No, you know, we, we can uh, move on to another lighter story if you'd like. I've got a doozy here. Okay, hit me. Okay, so a young lady who I will not identify out of respect, although she did post everything about it on social media, so I don't know what the rules are in a situation like that. A young lady in California, she went out with a mm-hmm. friend to an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet. Now, sushi okay. is it tends to run a little expensive, so this buffet was $50 a person. So they wanted to make sure they mm-hmm. got their money's worth. So this young lady ate 32 sushi rolls, four dumplings... 32 full rolls? Well, I I bet they were just little bite-sized rolls. I don't think they were, like, whole, like, hand rolls. Okay,
0: okay. because I was going to say, she's lucky she's not dead.
1: so she ate 32 pieces of sushi, four dumplings, one bowl of edamame, two jalapeno poppers, and a bowl of miso soup. Okay, that's a lot of food. It is. Well, do you want to guess what happened next? She spent the night in the emergency room? Well, she spent the next morning in the emergency room. Because what happened was... She had to sit in her car for about half an hour because of how full she was. She, she was too full too full to drive. And then wow. she began suffering from a stomach ache after she got to her boyfriend's house where she spent the night. And then she woke up the next morning at 6 a.m. feeling intense pain in her stomach and chest. So uh, her boyfriend and grandmother drove her to the hospital... And it turns out she just had really bad indigestion because she had eaten like eight pounds of food and then gone to sleep.
0: Okay. I feel like all your stories are cartoons this week. Right? Isn't that great? Yeah. I've got a cartoon story. All right. Hit me. Okay. So, well, a guy was caught on surveillance camera footage stealing an $8,000 Les Paul guitar. Nice. So he picked up the guitar... And he stuffed it into his pants and then walked out of the store. Mm -hmm. Presumably, he was wearing hammer pants.
1: Or something, right?
0: Apparently, they were sweatpants. But the, the security footage, though low res, displayed a large bulge in his sweatpants.
1: It's clearly the outline of a guitar in the pants, right?
0: Yeah, and so... He's, he's there, and I guess someone passes by, and he's trying to look nonchalant with an electric guitar in his pants. So he uh, just picks up a random nearby acoustic guitar and begins
1: checking it out. Yep. Classic rookie mistake. They say if you're gonna steal, steal big. But not like physically big.
0: Oh, I'm actually watching the footage right now, and he is slipping an electric guitar into his pants (laughs) like as if it's the most natural thing in the world he's wrapping his jacket around the backside of it it's actually I mean it's not it's not unconvincing
1: so it's not super obvious that he has a guitar in his pants
0: no it's it's definitely not
1: okay well you know what points for trying
0: not as clever as the QR codes on the parking meters
1: sneaky sneaky yeah he's got a ways to go before he's at the same level with those guys yeah but those guys you know they're on some computer shit that's a different kind of theft Uh, to the extent that i know anything about theft i'm not admitting to anything i'm i'm definitely more on the guitar down the pants end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. i'm just like let me see where i can shove this and then leave that's that's as much as I know about the dark art of thievery. Now, do you want to hear about some people who ripped themselves off? Yes, by all means. Okay, so a group of of uh, NFT dorks, uh, a consortium of what? What is the the group noun for a, a group of NFT dorks? Ooh, a, a sadness.
0: <laughs> a fart jar.
1: Yes, a a fart jar of NFT dorks. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, well, first I ought to back up. Now, if you're a huge nerd, you're familiar with uh, Yodorowski's Dune.
0: I must not be a huge nerd.
1: Okay, well, that's patently false, but. Alright, so. (laughs) So there is a version of of Dune, um, which Mm -hmm. um, was never made, uh, but for. But everyone who has heard about it expects that if it had been made it would have been a really interesting movie and a lot of the material the production material for this movie that was never made does exist there's um, you know what they call a bible for it which is if you're not into uh, film and TV and stuff the bible is this production document that tells you basically what this show is about. It's got Mm -hmm. settings and characters and and the broad strokes of the story, all this kind of thing, all in one document that people can refer to. And the Bible for this movie is full of, like, beautiful art and notes and, and all kinds of interesting stuff. Now, several copies of this book do exist. And This is as close as you can get to viewing this movie that was never made. Um, If you're interested, you can actually see a copy of it on the internet that someone was kind enough to scan and upload for free so that everyone could experience it.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: But copies of the book, uh, actual physical copies, do still sell at auction for a pretty penny. And this is where we get Mm -hmm. to the news story. Because this fart jar of nerds, um, they all banded together to buy a copy of this for 2.66 million euro, which is about $4 million. Um, Because they thought that if they bought this copy of the book, that they were also buying the ownership of the property, Dune.
0: Oh, clearly some folks who don't understand intellectual property
1: law. Well, it's not even like, even if this was the only copy of the book, that's not how it works, but it's not the only copy. Of, there's, no, there's, there's, that's what I'm saying. Copies like this book. That's, that's not how copyright works at all. Well, see, but he, they're, they're obviously they're confused about the concept of ownership because like they paid someone to give them a certificate of ownership to a, a picture of a monkey. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, people endlessly reproduce that monkey. So they don't, they don't understand how any of this works. So they been, and they outbid like the, the highest one of these books had ever sold for, ever sold for by like a hundred times. <laughs> and, this is the best story to come out of the
0: fart jar in a while. Well,
1: and they immediately started posting on Twitter about all the things that they're going to do now that they own Doom. Um, mm-hmm. They wanted to negotiate with Amazon for an animated series. Okay. And um, I never really, I didn't really follow up and learn what happened when they discovered that all they had bought was a book.
0: Presumably, tears.
1: I mean, I don't even know if people like this even know what a book is, per se. Right. Like, maybe they think that the physical copy of the book itself is like their digital certificate of ownership of the monkey picture. Like, if you bought a book, maybe you think that you own that text now. Hmm. So this was their this was their plan: make the book public to the extent permitted by law. The book is already public, as we've discussed. Uh, produce an animated limited series inspired by the book with net with Amazon, and support derivative projects from the community. So you can see they they kind of I mean they wanted to make some money off of their Amazon streaming show, but right um, but they did kind of want to open source this book or this this book that has already been open sourced based on another book that, you know, has been around for decades and is owned by yet another person. Mm. So mm. I just think that's really funny that, like, these people are able to get so much money together and none of them understanding how anything works.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's... that's that is life in the far chart. That is that is life when you're so when you're in a bubble <clears throat> when you when you have access to that kind of wealth you deserve to lose that wealth if you are not if you are this foolish
1: well and that's the only thing about crypto and NFTs and all this crap that I like is the fact that these people are constantly getting ripped off uh, yeah it, it it really is fun to see they're just just constantly just getting rooked in ways that would embarrass an eight-year-old and and i love it
0: greetings gentle listeners if you enjoy this podcast you may also like brose a a murphy talk show starring four bros who sip wine and consider questions submitted by you the audience about current events pop culture and which muppet you should get tattooed on your
1: back subscribe to brose wherever you get your podcasts that's b R-O-S-E. Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. I hope, I hope this crap keeps going forever. Let's cook the planet, making pretend money, and trading pictures of monkeys, just so these people can feel the sadness that they deserve to feel every day.
0: So, this is a little... Maybe it's too IRL, but still... I recently had a surgery on my balls. Mm -hmm. So that happened this week, in fact. And uh, I I stepped up, I stumbled upon a story about a surgeon that I thought I would uh, enlighten you with. Oh, please do. So a, uh, a British doctor, a surgeon, Dr. Simon Bramhall, when he was operating on his patients, he would brand his initials on their livers.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he seems. And this week, he
0: is. Yeah, he's been told that he will no longer be allowed to practice medicine. The initials were discovered after a patient who had an organ transplant. Uh, The the transplant failed, and another doctor was performing the surgery. Was like, is that an SB on there?
1: I don't know. I think it's cool. I think this guy's a boss, and he's welcome to operate on me anytime.
0: I'm perfectly happy if the doctor who operated on me like branded his initials on my testicle or something
1: are you sure that he hasn't have you looked yet
0: uh, that whole area is a little tender right now so no i haven't looked
1: well it's probably because but I'm, I'm
0: i'm thinking if he did it he did it internally no one's going to leave a mark that you can see from the outside
1: yeah you, you wouldn't you wouldn't brand in anybody in a place that they would spot do you know, uh, actually, mm. a lot of my bones have been very elegantly scrimshod. It does mm. weaken them somewhat, but on X-rays they are gorgeous. Nice. All right. Oh, actually, this is an IRL thing I wanted to talk about because sure. you know I've I've been saying for a while I was really excited for KFC to come out with some vegan chicken because uh-huh. if anybody could do vegan fried chicken, it would be them, right? Right. And it did come out, uh, came out, what, last week? I guess it was. Yeah, I think so. And um, so I did get myself a 12 piece of the uh, vegan nuggets from KFC uh, with the Mm -hmm. also vegan fries. And I expected it to be pretty good because it's KFC And they're not going to serve busted ass chicken, whether it's fake or not. They have a reputation to uphold. So I I thought they'd get pretty close. But Gene, I am telling you, this was perfect. Now. Oh, awesome. It does not have quite the same texture of, um, doesn't have quite the same texture as, uh, uh, what do you call it? chicken Chicken. yeah because it doesn't yeah have quite the same fibrousness but it's damn close you know you get yeah i mean it doesn't
0: have to be exactly right on the texture if it's close if you're in the ballpark you're good but what i'm more curious about is the flavor but then again when i think about it most of the flavor in kfc chicken actually comes from you know the breading.
1: right it comes from the breading and the spice rub and it is on there That is 100% the flavor of the Colonel's original recipe. Uh, It is crispy, it is juicy, which is not something that I expected. And Hmm. the flavor is perfect. Um, I housed those nuggets and I was as happy as I've been in a very long time. (laughs) So, I'm not gonna eat any more right away. My hunger for fried chicken has been satisfied. But folks, yeah. Well, and you don't want to over overdo it. Like
0: you're on that that good plant based train. I'm I'm kind of getting back on that train, and uh, you don't want to lean too far into the fast food. Territory. Right. Fast food is still bad
1: for you. And right. You know. But for me, a couple of times a month, I'll get an Impossible Whopper, or you know, some Beyond Tacos from Del Taco, uh, which are great, by the way. Uh, but but these chickens man i've i've had a deep deep craving for fried chicken for a long time now and to have that fully satisfied was was seriously a dream come true so Hmm. folks if you are thinking you want to give these plant-based nuggets a try at kfc get some I will say, you probably don't need the 12-piece. Those little bastards, they're they're dense, and it turns out I didn't want that many. Because I had forgotten how incredibly salty KFC is.
0: Oh, yeah. It's super salty. I ate
1: three, and I was like, holy shit. Wow. How did I used to eat this stuff fairly regularly? So, it took me a while to eat my 12 nuggets. You'll probably be good with six. But they're, they're so good. Also, they don't even really need any sauce, is the thing. The sauce <laughs> takes away from the chicken flavor, in my opinion, because they're not dry and they have a fantastic flavor. So I, I ate mine dry and I would encourage you to do the same.
0: Well, speaking of sauce, an Instagram model has claimed that uh, rapper Drake put hot sauce into his condom after he used the smart. Yeah, he uh, he did so, so that uh, she couldn't sneak into the bathroom to impregnate herself.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and she found out about the hot sauce, so... Well, and wasn't she also mm-hmm. going to try and sue him for assault because she was trying to do exactly that? Oh,
0: maybe. Maybe. So this, is,
1: this is what I had heard was the follow-up to the story, is that she was suing him for assault for hot-saucing his condoms... Precisely because she had tried to go in there to steal his seed.
0: Like, I I don't know. Once you spill it, it's not really yours anymore. But I mean, like, first of all, let's 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 boil this all the way back to the beginning and congratulate Drake on practicing safe sex.
1: Right. Drake always wraps it up and we appreciate that.
0: I'll let the, I'll let the courts figure out whether or not that's assault or not I I, I don't know I, I feel like there are other substances that you could use that might not cause tissue damage but
1: yeah I mean there's you know you could just squirt some spermicide in there and that'll do the job just right. fine but and and I'm not you know advocating pouring hot sauce on anyone's genitals but I will but I mean, you might not have you
0: might not have spermicide on your end table and frankly, when you're having those late night tacos, spermicide tastes horrible on them.
1: It's it's true. There no lubes that I've ever found are as good as the taco Bell Diablo sauce. right. Which is one of my favorite sauces of all time, not just fast food sauces, but like, I'll hoard that shit to put it on my own home cooked meals because I enjoy it that much. Okay, well, this is a follow up to a story we did uh, a couple of months ago, I reckon, about mm-hmm. Havana syndrome. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the CIA has just released a report essentially saying that it's not real, uh, that it's not caused by any secret super weapon, anyway. Um, so, mea culpa egg on my face guys uh, because that means it definitely is real
0: <laughs>
1: so i i apologize for calling all those fucking lanyards at the state department you know these these wieners getting the fainting fantods because of the idea that a communist somewhere might be plotting against them it gave them right. the vapors but um no, it, it turns out you really were attacked by a sonic super weapon from Red China because the CIA said you weren't.
0: And because it is the official position of this podcast that anything the CIA says has to is basically not the truth.
1: Right. E- everything they've ever said is a lie. And um, probably this is part of some plot to uh, assassinate some social reformer in the third world so that they can install a fascist dictator somewhere. This is after our Congress, the smartest legislative body in the world, uh, has already allocated federal money to treat the illnesses of these people suffering from Mm. Havana Syndrome. So, I mean, I don't know what the appropriate treatment is for them. A nap, maybe? Maybe. Probably.
0: Maybe a little Dirty Dancing.
1: I can't endorse any joke that acknowledges the existence of Dirty Dancing 2. Dirty
0: Dancing Havana Nights. Yeah.
1: No, I'm sorry. (laughs) How are you going to make a sequel to a movie like 30 years later with none of the original cast in it? Well,
0: as I understand it, it wasn't actually written to be a sequel to Dirty Dancing.
1: Oh, was this one of those things where they just slap Dirty Dancing on it to try and catch some of that heat?
0: Yeah, uh, I think originally... So it was written by... Do you know who Peter Sagal is?
1: Uh, no, but if you hum a few bars, I can fake it.
0: <laughs> That's funny. He's the, uh, he's the host of NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he wrote a screenplay called Cuba Mine. Oh, okay. About a young American girl falling for a Cuban boy during the revolution. And... That script ultimately became Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, but the, the, you know, incarnation that came after bore very little resemblance to his original story.
1: Well, and that's the way it always goes with spec scripts. Um, yeah, I've read some some uh, original spec scripts and comparing them to the movie that is eventually released is just a mind boggling and harrowing experience sure because after something is much
0: much like much like coming under havana syndrome
1: yes exactly it's disorienting Mm -hmm. um it's only happening in your mind and uh, no one else is responsible for it but you
0: in the great state of ohio a man stole a car with a passenger asleep in the back the (laughs) the passenger decided to text the police updates during the theft eventually leading to the man's capture but you got to appreciate the that the passenger was able to keep that low profile. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, what I need to do. I need to live live vlog the police.
1: Well, you know, my phone makes shitloads of noise when I'm texting. That, well, they must have been smart and turned on silent mode.
0: Yeah, I always have my phone on silent mode. It, the even even the uh, the vibrate function sometimes is too jarring for me.
1: Well, and especially when you're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. That, to me, feels uncomfortably intimate, because it's in my pocket. Right. So, no, I, I, but I definitely I, know what you're saying.
0: I have a smartwatch now that lets me know, but even that can sometimes be a little too jarring for me. I don't like the
1: sensation. So you kind of just get your, your notifications when you get them. Yep. That's the way to live your life, honestly. Because otherwise, what, I'm I'm going to jump and stare at this little black rectangle because it told me to? Shit.
0: So this is a fun story. Some researchers have discovered a new parasitic worm, a nematode, that kills and the targets and kills tarantulas. Cool. And because it kills spiders, they have uh, named it after Jeff Daniels, the lead actor in the film Arachnophobia.
1: Ah, that's nice. I was wondering if he was ever gonna get any recognition for his lifetime of work and
0: Yeah. I mean it's something. It's kinda of fun to be named after a a parasitic worm.
1: Well it's just like um, you know Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits. He has a dinosaur named after him. Mm-hmm. Because they were listening to a lot of dire straits while they were digging up this dinosaur. Right. How do you how do you think that goes? Does somebody notify you that there's now an animal named after you? I,
0: I don't know how, how that all works. One would think they'd want to ask permission, but maybe
1: not. I don't know. I mean, you could name any kind of worm after me, and it's not like I'm going to know. Mm-hmm. So you may as well, if you want to. Folks, listeners, if you're out there, if you ever discover something and you're like, I want to name this after one of my two favorite podcast hosts. Go for it. You don't have to ask me. I'd prefer it if you didn't. I don't want to have contact with any of you. I've changed my mind on the whole listeners reaching out to us thing.
0: You know, there are there are hundreds of genes already named after me.
1: Wait, are all genes named after Is that why they call them genes for you?
0: Yeah, you might have heard of the... the, the Field of science that I inspired, genetics. This is a sad story in India. A priest who uh, was drunk uh, mistakenly slaughtered a human instead of a goat. A thirty-five-year-old man who had uh, been holding the goat for sacrifice.
1: I I did see that headline, but I didn't look into it further. Um,
0: the man was married and had two children that's really sad Well, so
1: what's the scoop here he he was just he was trying to stab this goat and just missed he he was beheaded
0: by mistake fuck
1: finally we have a reason why animal sacrifice might be a bad idea
0: yeah finally uh u.s inmates are suing after being given ivermectin without consent to treat covid yeah in the state of arkansas yeah, I, Bill Clinton stomping ground.
1: They were using them as uh, guinea pigs for their horrible and stupid experiments.
0: Which, even if they're prisoners, I think that's illegal.
1: Well, it is, but um, nobody cares because... Well, it's like, right. it's like we were saying last week. Imagine a world in which prisoners were still human beings. Right. That is not a world that Americans want to live in. Here's something interesting... The town of Sunnyvale, California, which is not the town where Buffy lives, that was Sunnydale. I know I I got excited too, but it turns out Sunnydale's not real. But Mm -hmm. the town of uh, Sunnyvale, California, has apparently been uh, troubled with thousands of crows roosting in trees downtown uh, for years. Mm -hmm. And so the city is going to try and scare them away with lasers lasers? Yes.
0: Um, so, so, I have so many things to say about this story already.
1: Oh, well, go for it. Go nuts.
0: <clears throat> okay, so first question, number one, are the are the crows, are they conglomerating there because of Corvid-19?
1: The, the article doesn't say, possibly because Corvid-19 is something that you made up.
0: Secondly, how dare you? Secondly, has anyone actually taken the time to get a rough estimate of how many crows we're talking about? Has anyone counted these crows? Because if it's if it's over a hundred crows, and they're out there squawking in the trees all month long, let me tell you that's a that's a long December.
1: Well, there there are two people that are counting the crows. Uh, I actually volunteered as well when I heard about this, so there's two now. It mm-hmm. was just one, uh, but now it's Mr. Jones and me.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. At least at least it's more than one person. It's just such an interesting approach to this problem lasers
1: yes well what they're doing is they're they're um hitting the crows with the the green lasers not enough to blind them probably but enough to Mm -hmm. disturb them and then they fly away Mm -hmm. now the um the santa clara valley audubon society uh, does say that they're worried that the lasers will blind the birds and cause harm to humans and aircraft and would like the city to explore other options. But sure. the Audubon Society is famously in the pocket of Big Bird. From Sesame Street? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like the most corrupt figure since Boss Tweet. So.
0: Okay, good to know. So Sunnyvale sounds like a nice place to live. But they got to do something to bring that murder rate down.
1: That's really funny. Well, here's an here's one other thing that I want to talk about. The Buffalo Bills absolutely obliterated the hated, disgusting New England Patriots uh, last week with a historic game of football. They, okay. They beat the Patriots forty-seven to seventeen. This is a game where they, the Bills became the first team to score a touchdown on its first five drives in the 21st century. So it hasn't happened in decades. And it's, it's the worst beatdown in the history of football in many ways. Uh, the Bills are the first NFL team ever to go an entire football game without punting, kicking a field goal, or turning the ball over. They literally... Just ran touchdowns until the clock ran out. Wow! Yeah, they they humiliated the Patriots, which is something that I personally love to see because I despise the Patriots. Yeah, and not just yeah. the football team,
0: right? <laughs> no, I <laughs> I got gotcha. you.
1: So good job, Bills! Proud of you.
0: Yes, all you Williams out there, congratulations! All right, well, um, we want to give a shout out to our bros at brose thanks for bearing with us through these three episodes we were kind of figuring out what we're doing we're going to be back to a new format next week thanks to you the listeners for bearing with us through all of this you're wonderful we love you
1: you are our little sugar dumplings
0: and we'll, re- we'll return with uh the the dulcet tones of adam west in our uh, feed two next week it'll it'll be really close to our old format just with a few minor adjustments until next time this is Gene Person saying, you should always end a comedy set with a callback.
1: And this is Greg Person saying, fuck Mitch McConnell. Good night.